reto solemnemente defender el bien y luchar contra la injusticia y la maldad. Gentle nerds, and welcome to the Speculating Nerd Podcast. I am your host, Neil, and this is an attempt at a show. Wasabi, how's everybody feeling? How's everybody doing? How's life treating you? Me? Eh. It's treating me pretty good so far. Uh, That should be a running joke. Just, I probably ruined it, but, you know. I'd like to say hello to my uh, studio audience. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, there you are. There you are. Take your time. Yeah. All right. Episode 56. Let's get to it. All right. Should we? Might as well. Um, Alright. Dune Part 2 trailer dropped today. Um, I haven't seen the first one. But I will say this. This makes me want to watch the first one. Uh, This trailer looks really good. Apparently he rides the giant worm. So, that's cool. Uh, Uh... yeah, I gotta watch the sec the first one because this one looks pretty freaking good. Uh, and other news, we move on because I really I got nothing else to say. It just makes me want to watch the first one. It's a really good trailer. Uh, Florence Pugh appears in there. They're keeping um, our good pal Christopher Walken kind of on the wraps because he's supposed to be a king or of some shit. I know he's in the movie, but. Um, I don't know uh, if they're keeping him on the rapture or whatever, but yeah, uh, they haven't shown him. Uh, I think Batista's coming back. Uh, Timothy Shamalamalinglong is in there. Zendaya or Zendaya, depending on your mood. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so it looks uh, it looks really good. It, oh, and uh, Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem is going to be in there. Um, Alright, we're moving on. Spider-Man 2 prequel comic coming on free comic book day. Uh, So that's the prequel to the upcoming Spider-Man 2 video game that's supposed to drop uh, sometime this fall, if I'm not mistaken, where we get Venom. uh, Voiced by Tony Todd himself. So that's cool. 
Uh, in other news that came out today, uh, Jim Lee uh, renewed his contract with uh, uh, Warner Brothers Discovery in DC and has now been promoted to DC Comics president. And he's still in CCO, I think it is, and uh, chief content operator or something. And uh, he's also still publisher of the of the books. So that's a huge, huge upgrade uh, and a huge congratulations to Jim Lee. Uh, I mean, wow. Just wow. Um, just, yeah, yeah, give it up for him. Yeah, yeah. Jim Lee, everybody. Yeah. I'm having too much fun with this thing. <laughs> According to the direct... Uh, little no, a little website or uh, thing. Uh, the upcoming official MCU timeline book uh, that you know tells us where everything takes place within the universe. It's revealed that Falcon and the Winter Soldier takes place in 2024, a whole year uh, after the events of Endgame. Which is interesting. Uh, they don't... Even though on Disney Plus everything is set up uh, according to a timeline. Apparently there's an official timeline. That I guess even Disney Plus doesn't have yet at this point. But according to the Disney Plus... I lost my pen. Um, <laughs> my pen dropped and I lost it. Sorry. Oh, I'm all a mess. I'm all a mess. <laughs> um, Kermit the Frog here. And so that means... Uh, Miss Piggy? No, I can't do Miss Piggy. Um... That would be embarrassing. Um, it ain't easy being green. Um, so they have uh, love, Thor, Love and Thunder way past a lot of things that's happened beyond She-Hulk. And it's actually above, it's just one notch above uh, uh, Werewolf by Night. And then after that is the... Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. And I guess what follows that is... Uh, Guardians 3, which is coming out uh, in a couple days. So I just find that really interesting. I think there's more to be revealed about the timeline. That's going to be from this book. And they might... fit if If it differs from what they have on Disney+, Plus. Then Disney Plus is going to have some things to fix. And I think that will be very interesting. Because I, I, a lot of the shows and a lot of the movies. They don't. Uh, look. Um, yeah. 2024. Wait. That doesn't even fucking sound right. Because I think Endgame is in what? 2025. 
So it's got to be 2026, right? That must be um, a misprint. That doesn't make any sense. Now that I think about it. Now this is, I wrote this down from, according to the direct, what it had on their website and what they wrote down. Oh, we're in 20, we're 2023, right? So, Endgame happens in 2023, right? It's a five-year jump within the events of Endgame. There's what happens uh, with the Infinity War, and then five years later is Endgame, and I think that's 2023 or 20-something else. Because we're in 2023 right now. So, I'm mixing real life with MCU and I'm just fucking confusing myself. But it is technically uh, the events of uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is a whole year after the events of Endgame. But it's the only show that deals with the aftershocks of after Endgame. Uh, uh, WandaVision, it takes, I, a lot of stuff takes place during the same time of other shows. That's the shit. So I'm just having a complete uh, brain fart right now. <clears throat> you know? Yeah. Well, I can't wait for the book. I want the book myself so I can have that not only in my collection, but just so I know what the fuck I'm talking about. And then I could relate to you, who those who don't get the book, what the fuck is going on. Because I'm fucking confused. But yeah, there's a whole year difference between Endgame and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which was originally announced to be a few months after the events of Endgame. So that's a... Uh, what what do you call it? Uh, not a rewrite. Um, a retcon. A, a small retcon because if it's six months, that's still... It's not six months. It's a whole fucking year. So let's move on. Before I fucking just... Yeah. Uh... <laughs> A new Star Wars reference book confirms Cad Bane survived his fateful encounter with Boba Fett and may return in the future. I don't see how that's fucking possible. Is does death does not exist for uh, for some characters in the Star Wars universe? Oh, only the main characters that we know and love can die. But characters we don't really truly give a shit about can come back or survive from deadly fucking wounds. I'm about... I, I've had it up to here with um, with the new Star Wars when it comes to things like this because it doesn't make any fucking sense, you know? Hello there. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Obi-Wan. 
Uh, yeah, Cad Bane was looked pretty fucking dead at the end of Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett. So if un- unless they have this really weird retcon that they're going to do to bring him back, then whatever, whatever. Uh, Amazon reveals a first look at uh, Batman's new design in upcoming Cape Crusader. Oh, it's a brief shot. It's just lit- it's literally a still. And the animation looks a little more, not as uh, Bruce Timmy, but either it looks like it's a Bruce Tim thing, but it looks like he's evolved the look. You know, he has the big ears that the promo art has and all that stuff, but uh, it looks uh, fairly different from what we got in the animated series. And according to IMDb or uh, Amazon, I forgot where I saw it, it suggests that Kevin Conroy uh, lends his voice to one episode. That's uh, according to what they have uh, either uh, written down or with it that, that is known. So we might get more Kevin Conroy, uh, rest in peace, uh, in Cape Crusader. We don't know how many episodes. I hope it's not just one. But if he was only able to do one, then, you know, that's going to be a treasured episode for me. Uh, As you know, uh, Kevin Conroy passed away late last year. Or was it early this year? Very early this year, if I'm not mistaken. Then they had the Oscars. Yeah, so he died earlier this year. Uh... I think, if I'm not mistaken. Let me double check. Let me do my fucking research, right? Uh, Kevin Conroy. Oh, yeah, he died last year, November. That's why it seems so close. It was in November he passed away. Um, but we also have him in the video game, uh, killing the, uh, kill the Justice League. So he was able to do that. Uh, so that's, we got that to look forward to. And, uh, we have the Cape Crusader to look forward to. So let's see how many episodes he was able to do. We won't know until it drops sometime this year, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they already ordered two full seasons, so we might get both. We might get both back to back, roughly. Um, we might get this first season this year, and by the middle of next year, we'll get the second season. Well, that's how. Not, I don't think that's how fast they'll have it done, but I believe they they that's how earlier they how. Uh, they ordered the the seasons already, so those should be already in the production process. So, within the next two years, I believe, we'll have season two of that. Um, so we just have more Kevin Conroy to look forward to. Uh, uh, today's Twitter topic is presented by Two Cheesecakes. Yes, thank you to Cheesecakes. Um, as you can see, I'm having a lot of fun with this stuff. 
a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> just for the fuck of it. Emotional damage. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Twitter topic of the day is presented by Two Cheesecakes. What is a comic adaptation you'd love to see that the studios wouldn't make new or old? He said used, but I'm paraphrasing. He says oh, means old. Uh, uh, his quote is, I'd love to see the Web of Spider-Man story arc, Name of the Rose, uh, made into a movie or Ultra Seven Days by the Luna Brothers. Never heard of Ultra Seven Days by the Luna Brothers. But I did do a little digging into uh, Name of the Rose, and you're right, that would be an interesting movie about uh, Kingpin's son uh, becoming a a mob boss himself, if I'm not mistaken, if that's what the story was. Uh, he he was, went by the moniker The Rose, and I think he was a bit of a vigilante that he wanted to take the Kingpin down, but take his place, if I'm not mistaken. I looked it up, but there was no real synopsis of the story. So, I will admit, I didn't get the chance to really think this one through. So, now, it's the, the question is, what is a comic adaptation you'd love to see that the studios wouldn't make? Wouldn't make. What they wouldn't make. That's a good one. Hmm. Well, I think. Peaches, 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 peaches. I wasn't long enough. <laughs> Looking at my comics. What's the story? Well, they've done just, they haven't done just about everything, but. That they wouldn't make. All right. I think I got one. Even though I think they've touched on it, but they never, uh really okay i got a few now that i i'm gonna i'm gonna start with this one because i'm not entirely 100 percent sure they wouldn't make this but x-men god loves man kills that's a little uh darker fare for the x-men universe uh, with a lot more darker themes and more adult themes uh, than most X-Men books. Especially for that time that it came out. Um, they've grabbed things here and there from that. But if they did an exact adaptation of that. I would really like to see that. As of, you know. Yeah, I would really like to see that uh, version of... Uh, that adaptation 
but I, I kind of know they wouldn't make it because of how dark it is. But they'll 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 pick and choose pieces from that story. Another one. God, I really wish they would. But I, I like the question. I like the question states uh, that the studios wouldn't make. Uh, that would be also Doctor Strange, Doctor Doom, Triumph and Tragedy, or Triumph and Torment. I keep forgetting which one it is, but that's a, a really beautiful Doctor Doom story. Um, for those of you who did not read it, it's, and I, I'm pretty sure I've I've touched upon it before. I'm not a hundred percent certain. Uh, if I've gone into detail, uh, stop me if I have, <laughs> you, you can't, uh, but again, like, I guess I should treat this podcast like Stanley treated every comic book. It's somebody's first podcast. So, or somebody's first introduction to my podcast. So, and, um, in Triumph and Torment or Triumph and Tragedy, which I forget which one it is. Uh, let me double check. Uh, Triumph. What the fuck? Triumph. And Torment. Okay, Triumph and Torment. A novel by Roger Stern. And the art was done by Mike Magnolia. Or at least the cover art was done, as far as I know. Um, so, the Ancient One sends out a message to all uh, sorcerers around the world to compete in this um, test to determine who is or who will be the sorcerer, the new sorcerer supreme. So they've already in MCU. They've already established that sorcerer supreme goes to whoever is in charge of, I guess, the sanctum sectorum, and that 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 title belongs to Wong at this point. At this point, uh, Doctor Strange is not the sorcerer supreme. So that's in the MCU, but in the comics, to determine who would be the sorcerer supreme. They were put to a test. Doctor Doom, who also practices magic, was got the invite. Everyone is like, hold the fucking phone. Even Doctor Strange is like, this guy is not, should not be here. One, he's an evil dictator who's tried to rule the world many occasions. Uh, you know, he's not magic. His and he says, no, I'm I'm magic. So he just he does. He takes off his gauntlets and all that, and he goes barehanded, like I, and he does like the magic shit, you know, the same little gestures that uh, Stephen Strange does, and he uh, he goes through the test, but he kind of cheats a little. He his armor, his helmet, uh, records other magicians, and. Um, replays back to him their gestures and what they're doing so he got he has a bit of a handicap more like he's doing what they're doing but also doing it better 
and and learning that okay they did that but they failed so now I'm gonna do this the the test was they had to free the ancient one from prison that the Vishanti put him in and the, and whenever they would send do a spell to open the prison it would revert back to them and turn them into drones or zombies or whatever and they would go against the remaining sorcerers so as they kept trying to do this more and more of them were falling into this drone thing and until it came down to Doctor Strange and Doctor Doom. Now it's been a minute since I've read this book so I'm going verbatim and I'm doing the best I can to remember it. Uh, so it comes down to Stephen Strange and Doctor Doom and uh, while Doctor Doom holds off uh the the drones or the the zombified uh, other sorcerers uh they kind of team up and Stephen Strange like he thinks about it and he's like wait a minute the answer's been in front of our face this whole fucking time <laughs> and he goes ancient one will you come out from your prison will you come out the 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 challenge was get him out and the simplest answer was, can you come out? To ask him to come out of the thing. And Stephen Strange passes. And he's like, listen, it's, it's not always... So I guess the lesson was, it's not always the greater magic trick or spell that you can do to solve the problem. It's always the simplest solution that uh, helps solve the problem. I guess that, that that's what it was. So, being the runner-up, uh, Dr. Doom being the runner-up, uh, he was given a boon that Dr. Strange had to perform a service to the runner-up. And so, and I believe uh, Dr. Doom knew this, so that's why he set it up, so that he would be the guy that, you know, comes in second, and Dr. Strange has to help him with whatever favor he asked him and Dr. Strange is like I will not help you take over the world I will not help you kill the Fantastic Four I would not help you do anything that's wrong or evil or whatever the case may be and Dr. Doom's like no that's not what I want come to Latveria and we'll talk so Dr. Strange comes to Latveria uh, and you know and he tries to show him this what beautiful country he has and people are all happy and <laughs> You know, and I'm pretty sure that's what it is over there in Latveria. But Doctor Strange is like, is he, are these people playing that they're happy because I'm here, or is this really how Doctor Doom is treating his people? You know, is he really that? Is he is he really not the tyrant that we all uh, see him to be? That's neither here nor there. Uh, so the basic gist is. He says, I need you to help me save my mother's soul from Mephisto, from the devil. And he's like, that's what you want to do? And so um, they go to Mephisto's realm and they devise a plan to get uh, his mother's soul. His mother's soul was unfortunately, uh, cheat was, she was cheated. Uh, of course, Mephisto is who he is. He's the devil. So he cheated her out of her soul. And so he had possession of it. Like he gave her the means to fend off people that were hurting her people. But in turn, it backfired. And so she wound up 
going to hell. Dr. Doom devised a plan. We go in, we battle Mephisto, and we get my mother's soul. Uh, they end up getting separated at some point, if I'm not mistaken. And Mephisto has Dr. Doom, and he tries to convince him to betray Stephen Strange and to give him Stephen Strange so that he can take Stephen Strange's soul and he could he'll have his mother. So Dr. Doom goes along with it. And when he, uh Stephen Strange is captured, uh Mephisto gives him back his mother. Excuse me. And so when he tries to escape with her, he's like, "Mother, come." Uh, I freed you from your prison and she sees that Stephen Strange is trapped and she's like what's going on what's happening and he's like don't worry about it We, I gotta get you out of here as, as quickly as possible and she goes to, and Mephisto says please don't be so modest and he tells her what he just did and she said to save me you sacrificed this poor innocent man's soul like, you're no son of my... She rejects him. She completely rejects him. And she turns to stone right away. And uh, in doing yeah, in doing so, she, re she rejects Dr. Doom. And he's like, no, come with me. And she turns to stone. Uh, and then um, I believe Stephen Strange and Dr. Doom team up again. To battle Mephisto. And. Uh, what it turns out is that. Dr. Doom played Mephisto. He knew. That if his mother was to reject him. She would purify her soul. And would be able to leave. Uh, Mephisto's realm. But that's why he encased her in stone. He like. In doing so, he magically like turned her back into stone before her soul could leave his realm. So uh, I believe Doctor Strange like cracks open that you know the 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 stone structure around her, the little casing around her, and her soul, is, since it's been purified, uh, Mephisto can't contain it. He gets defeated. They. She goes to heaven and he they abscond they get the fuck out of there as quickly as possible before Mephisto like gathers himself. But he does like swear revenge on Doctor Doom and Stephen Strange and shit. Normal typical comic book stuff. But that for Doctor Doom to give up the love that his mother had for him in order to save her. Not only changed how I looked at Doctor Doom forever, but he it made him not only my favorite villain, but it made him my favorite character, one of my favorite characters. Uh, it's a beautiful story, and I don't, I they will, I don't think the studios would do it, not unless they saw any type of actual revenue from that. I'm sure they would probably take bits and pieces somewhere because they might want to tell a story. I don't even know if if this ever came into the light of the movies. I don't even think Benedict Cumberbatch would be Doctor Strange at the time. It might be a new guy. And we might get a, uh, have a second or third Doctor Doom at this point. Wh whoever the fuck. Whenever the fuck. Uh, 
but that's a story that I would really love to see in the in in told on the big screen because it is a beautiful story and if you got the right actors and the right screenwriters to to translate that story it's it's re- like sometimes it kind of gets me a little teary eyed because uh, you know uh, uh, you know we all have our attachments to our mothers so for him to sacrifice that in order to save her then he was like it, it was worth it and in the end uh you see Dr. Doom like in his you know normal demanding uh, like like not a superhero pose but his like normal pose arms folded looking out over his country at the top of his castle and shit and then it zooms in on his eyes and a tear goes down his you know a tear goes down his face and uh, it says uh, we all have our tragedies and triumphs and shit triumphs and our tragedies uh, I think Doctor Strange is having like an inner monologue type thing and he goes we all have our triumphs and our tragedies and shit and it zooms in on Doctor Doom's face and he's just like he's shedding a tear because he just lost the love of his mother but or his mother's love but uh, he, he you know he saved her so I believe that's a beautiful story well written well uh, illustrated that I would love to see on the big screen uh, along with um, God Loves, Man Kills. I don't remember reading that to its entirety, so I can't comment on what the story is. I know it has something to do with William Stryker and his... And uh, there's a television thing and Sentinels come in. I don't really remember the whole gist of God Loves, Man Kills, but that would be a beautiful story to be told. Uh, Triumph and Torment will be really good. Um, just for lighter fare, uh, I would like to see them to do, uh, a full no man's land type. Well, they kind they're kind of doing that with, uh, Matt Reeves's Batman, like something catastrophic happens to Gotham and it's like, we don't know where the story's going to go, but I can't wait for the penguin to come out. Uh, I don't know if I talked about it. The ping- the penguin uh, trailer looks really good. It's like Sopranos meets Gotham City, you know, and, and with Colin Farrell doing that performance, it's going to be a fucking hit and it's going to be fucking awesome. And I can't wait for that. So there's that. Um, I think I've wasted enough of your time, you know. Look at that. 34 minutes, 58 seconds. Cheese Louise. Ah, shit. Here we go again. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, yeah. I believe uh, that, uh, yeah. I believe that's the end of the show. Um, Remember, for subscribers only, uh, if you subscribe for $1.99 a month, not only can you listen to older commentary tracks but you'll listen be able to hear our league of extraordinary gentlemen commentary tracks that's coming up soon i gotta do some readings from my book very soon um let me know on twitter or email speculating nerd at gmail.com um do you want me to finish reading the book or would you like me to read stuff that i'm writing currently or that i've written more recently uh 
I rem- I go back to the Sandy Butcher's interview when she said her first novel was crap. I'm reading my old book. <laughs> my shit is fucking terrible. <laughs> my shit is fucking terrible. The stories are good and the premises are good, but my designing of that damn book was so fucking terrible. I'm not surprised it doesn't get anybody no no readers, no nothing. I'm not surprised. So it's a total <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, explosive one of those. So um I'll keep reading it, but if you guys want me to read more recent stuff, I'll be willing to do that as a, a subscription only thing. Um that's episode 56. Uh that's uh yeah, that's everything. Until next time, folks. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, shout out to Two Cheesecakes for the Twitter topic of the day. And until next time, folks. Oh, before I finish the show. Twitter topics of the day or whatever topic you got for me at any point in time. I'll take it. I'll save it for the next episode. And it'll be the Twitter topic of the day. Uh, no more trying to get massive amounts of Twitter topics. Just the one a day. Uh... I should do some more housekeeping. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's it. Until next time, folks. Peace out. All these, we have the meats.